0: Hey friend, you're listening to the Cup of Chels Podcast, and I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. You can think of this like your weekly coffee catch-up with your best friend and spiritual running buddy who just so happens to be your life coach. Each week, I'll share inspiring tools and techniques for spiritual growth and self-development mixed with personal stories from my own journey and awakening. Between podcasting, life coaching, speaking, and writing, I'm laying it all out on the table. Seriously, I'm an open book, and I believe that it's the sharing of our stories that truly connects us. And in these connections, we are reminded of our truth, which is we are deeply loved and supported. And it's my mission in life to do just that. And because I'm forever curious about others, their practices, what tools they're using, their own journey, I'll be bringing on some kick-ass guests for thought-provoking conversations you definitely don't wanna miss. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, if you're ready to transform and co-create the life of your dreams, then you're in the right spot. Now, grab a cup of coffee and get me one while you're at it. Let's get comfy and dive into today's show. Hello, welcome to episode number 56. Uh, I'm so excited to bring this episode to you today. I feel like I say that at the beginning of every episode, but truly, as this show rolls on, it's each week I'm just really stoked to bring you the information that I'm downloading, all of the new things that I am learning, anything that I am curious about. Like, I truly just wanna bring this to you because I get so much, goodness out of it there's so many nuggets that i pull from my daily life from trips from conversations from other people's stories and it really it's exciting it's like getting a new present each week and i can't wait to gift it to you and to share with you all and speaking of present that is the word of the week the word of the week is present being present being fully present and uh, this is ringing so true for me because as you know, if you've listened to the last couple of episodes that I just got home from this amazing, like most epic trip of my life, honestly, I know like not even exaggerating here, but the most epic trip of my life with two amazing women, Daniela Ontello of the Houston Broker team, we met a few years ago through real estate naturally, and she She is that magical friend that just brings the extra goodness. To anything, right? Like she just shows up and sparkles, and everybody who knows her instantly loves her. And I'm really, really grateful to call her friend. And then, of course, my best friend and spiritual running buddy, Melanie Daigle, was there as well. And Melanie and I, Mel's been on the show before. I reference her a lot, but she truly is just someone I confide in outside of my husband on the regular. And she, for being a lot younger than me, has so much wisdom already within her. So I spent this last week with these two incredible women just living and resting and Talking and sharing, and like we seriously didn't shut up the whole time. I've never been on a trip like this where I just couldn't stop talking (laughs) to people and couldn't, couldn't not only I was talking, but couldn't stop listening, couldn't stop laughing, couldn't stop sharing. And there was just so much that we were able to engage in between the three of us, but also the people that we met along the way throughout our trip, too. So we did, we met this incredible woman who I hope to get on the show someday. So Lauren, if you're listening, hint, hint, I'm going to be asking you to come on the show soon. But Lauren, she was our energy healer in Sedona. And we ended up running into her randomly at the coffee shop that we frequented almost every day. And um, we ended up having dinner with her and then took an awesome Zumba dance class on our last day there in Sedona and just finished out the trip, you know, just catching up with Lauren and just talking all the things. So again, it was such a magical trip and these women and doing trips like this, it creates such a ripple effect. And both of these women, Danny and Melanie and Lauren for that matter too, are doing such magnificent things in their life that they're truly creating this ripple effect around the people that they come in contact with. So their clients, their family members, their friends, anybody that gets to really just take in all of the exuberant goodness and all of the magic that we created over this week is going to just create change throughout our community. I believe that wholeheartedly, I do. And that's something that you know you can take note of as well. When you take time for yourself and to be present, it creates a change not only within you, but it creates a change around you. And you also give others permission to do the same thing. Right, so, so don't take for granted the times that you are pouring back into yourself. Listening to this podcast right now is doing that. Um, when you take time to go on a walk, to connect with nature, to meditate, to read a book, to chill, to just make time for you to have that downtime, to have that reflection period, you are not only doing it for you, you are creating a ripple effect for everyone around you. So don't take that lightly. And this week, while it was a short week in Sedona, we really took it all in. Like, you know, there was a saying that we had throughout the trip with like, we squeezed the lemon twice. Like we got every single ounce of juice out of it. We added that hot fudge onto the Sunday, you know, we just truly did it all. But the thing is, is we didn't, we didn't plan, we didn't plan it all. And I'm going to get into all of that as well. But, you know, we, on our last night there... We asked each other, like, what's something that we're going to take home? What's something that we are going to take away with us from Sedona? And while we all had our different answers, the one that keeps sticking with me is to be fully present. Sedona really embedded that into me. And it's something that I want to incorporate in my daily life, being present, And I want to share this with you today because you don't have to take a trip, you don't have to go on a girl's trip, you don't have to go on a guy's trip, whatever, you don't have to you know, do something that's so far-fetched to be present in the moment. And I want to share with you what it looked like for me to be present so you get an idea and an understanding of that, how it's shifted things for me, and how you can implement this into your daily life. So word of the week being present, that's what this episode is all about. Um, there's so much that I learned from Sedona that I'm still integrating that I believe that I will be talking about this for a while. So grab your cup of coffee and you know, just sit back, kick back, and let's get into today's show so we can really start talking about that. So One thing that I think started even before we got on the plane about being present was how excited all of us were about taking this trip, right? With everything going on in 2020, you know, just each of us in our personal lives, each of us with work, like we've both you know all the three of us have been crazy busy with real estate work which has been fantastic but all three of us had also had some shifts in our careers and some things that we're adding and some things that we're doing differently as you know i've started my life coaching career as well and transitioning out of real estate You know, this podcast has brought a lot to me also. For Melanie, she started an incredible blog. You should go check it out. I'll link it in the show notes as well. Danny has partnered up with a colleague of hers, and they're um, starting a whole year-long coaching program for realtors called Money Moves. That's going to be incredible. I'll link that as well. And the three of us just ended the year with so much... In the pipeline for what we were going to do in 2021 in this new year. And, you know, uh, our trip to Sedona was kind of the catalyst for a lot of it, too. We actually met up for lunch. I think that was like the last quarter. That's so funny, like entrepreneur talk, first quarter, second quarter, last quarter. That's usually how I talk about my years. But yeah, it must have been around September or October where. We just had this idea of Sedona. It has been coming up for me a lot. I've been hearing a lot about it. And I think Melanie and Danny too, you know, it had come up for them as well. So it was just kind of one of those, yeah, let's do it, you know, let's do it. And Danny, the amazing woman that she is was like okay and then all of a sudden she's sending us where we're gonna stay she sent us a flight ticket so it was so fabulous to have somebody in our group that was such an action taker like that. So again, you know it just that alone was such a lesson like it there was this follow- through and this is kind of this was the tagline of our trip was this is what happens when you follow through. Truly like this magical week together, all of these lessons that I learned that I'm integrating that I'll be bringing to you, all of this happened because we followed through with something because we said we were going to do something and we followed through with it. And I've seen that true in my life, you know, the last few years, you know, I decided to quit drinking alcohol and I followed through with that and I couldn't be happier today. And the ripple effect that that has had on my family. And, you know, starting this podcast, I said, I was going to do it. And I talked about it for a while. And it wasn't until I took the action and actually followed through with it, that here we are today in year two, on episode number 56. How freaking cool is that? Right? Like, so taking little actions and following through with things really help you live the life that you want to. So that's a whole nother episode. I'll, I'll be sure to record something all on that. And, you know, I've got other episodes as well. You can go back through all about taking action. But today we're talking about being present. And it was in planning this trip, I'm doing air quotes here, because we didn't really plan. The only thing that we planned for the trip was the room and the flights. We knew we wanted to have one really nice dinner and to get some healing work done. And that was about it. Go shopping, right? Like the typical things, but we didn't plan. And it was the first trip that I didn't really have anything planned out. And I was comforted in knowing that there were no expectations for this trip. So not having expectations really allowed me to be fully present it allowed me to be fully present in our trip and in each moment of the trip. And I think the same, I think I can speak for the other ladies that they felt the same way too. My only expectation of the trip was to rest, was to get in some connection with these beautiful women and, you know, to really just take it all in. Other than that, that was it. I truly went in with the intention to be present and didn't even realize it until you know, our final days of it. So we didn't plan anything before. And in doing that, we allowed the space to pivot and the space to be inspired and the space to rest, also the space to connect. So when we got there, you know, we checked into, we stayed at Enchantment Resort, which it's off season, so they ran a really great special. Plus, I think if you stayed four nights, you get the fifth night free. Don't quote me on that, but such a beautiful resort. If you're looking for anywhere to go, I highly recommend Enchantment Resort. All of the people that worked there were fan freaking tastic. The views were magical, and then they had so many activities that you could partake in as well. Plus, it really wasn't that crowded nearly at all too I mean the restaurant you know we always sat right away so anyway just side note enchantment resort check it out if you're planning on going to Sedona and don't know where to stay I highly recommend that so when we got there and we checked in you know we saw the schedule of different things we wanted to do so of course these things start coming to mind now now we can kind of start okay well it's we got in on Wednesday. So tomorrow, let's see if we can book some massages, you know, or some, some healing work that we want to do. You know, we want to get some readings done this day. Let's plan to have a nice dinner. And Mel outlined like a calendar for us, which was awesome. It was so helpful, but it was a calendar just more, more so to be like, this is what we're quote unquote planning to do these days. But we allowed ourselves the space on I think like Saturday and Sunday, we had open spaces for the majority of the day. It was have breakfast or we actually hiked those days. So hike this morning, then we have this big long gap in the middle of the day that we can do whatever we want. And in allowing that space in our schedule, it gave us time to pivot. It gave us time to be inspired you know, we had dinner, as I mentioned earlier, with Lauren, our energy healer, because we allowed for that space because we didn't over plan. And this relates a lot to having this feminine energy in the last episode. And I've spoke about it in previous episodes, and you'll start to hear it a whole lot more just how the show is shifting and how it's evolving for me. But having that space and that fluidity with your life and, and your schedule and the timing of things, that is such a feminine energy, right? The masculine, the opposite of that, and neither one is good or bad. It's what you strive for is to have a balance between the masculine and feminine energy, whether you're male or female or however you associate yourself. So Having this flow and freedom and space to be inspired, that's a very feminine, flowy energy. The opposite of that would be if we had laid out like an Excel spreadsheet of this is what we're doing on the exact time and we have to get all these things done. The like checking it off a list, the very... Strict and rigid schedule, the get shit done. That's a very masculine energy. Again, neither one is good nor bad. For this trip, it felt important to have more of a flow to it, to have more of an inspired action approach to it. So, just wanted to clarify that a little bit for you the masculine and feminine energies there, so you can, you know, hopefully you're following along with that. So, In allowing that space, again, we were allowed to be inspired, right? And, and this makes me, it begs the question for you to have in your own life is where are you creating this space in your life? Where are you allowing yourself to get inspired, to be creative, to have more rest, right? We oftentimes, the norm is to go, 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 go go to sleep, wake up the next day, go, 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 go. And I want to pause here for a minute to say that I realize how blessed I am. And the the lifestyle that I've created allows me to have a lot more flexibility than I understand most people have when they're working a nine to five, when they're working for somebody else, not working for themselves. So I get that there's a difference there. But that isn't an excuse to not allow for the space in your life. So, just because you have a corporate job doesn't mean that you can't also create some space in your life to be present. Okay. So, don't let that nine to five. The last thing I want you to do is to look at your life and compare it to mine or compare it to anybody else's, you know, and say, well, that might be easy for you to say, Chelsea, right? Because You get to make up your own schedule, which is partly true, right? I still, I have clients. I'm responsible for my family. So I don't get to make up my schedule fully yet. That's what I'm working towards. But I do allow for space in my life to make sure I get that much needed time in for myself. And that is something I preach on all the time because it is so freaking vital for you to put yourself first. That self-love, that self-care, that should be a top priority for you. If you want to change your life, if you want to transform, if you want to change your family's life, you have to start putting yourself first. Being present will allow you to do that. It will. So take a look, an action item for you is to take a look at your schedule. Take a look at this week and ask yourself where you have this space. Ask yourself if maybe you've put too much on your calendar, maybe you've overcommitted and you need to get rid of some of that stuff. And especially look at the things that you're committing to in your calendar where you haven't created that space that feel heavy for you. If you've got lunch scheduled with someone that it doesn't light you up, (laughs) you're not excited about having this lunch, it feels more like an obligation, why don't you cancel? It's okay to do that. I'm giving you permission. If you don't believe that you can give yourself that permission, you should really strive to do the things in your life that truly bring you joy. And if having lunch with somebody that is maybe they're a negative Nancy and all they do is just complain about shit all the time, ugh, like don't do that to yourself. Truly wish them well. You can love them from afar But really start to take a look at at the things that you're doing in your life that aren't bringing you joy. If you started to clear some of that stuff away, you could then potentially create more space in your life to be present. So something else that we did, right? We took risks. We took risks. We got super freaking curious and we stepped outside of our comfort zone with things. You know, taking this trip was a big risk for me. I've never done anything like this. I've never stayed at a resort. And it I took a risk in making that financial commitment ahead of time. And I'm so glad I did. Because, again, it has been, for me, one of the most life-changing trips. And I can truly say that with so much confidence. It truly has been such a game-changer. Of a trip for me. But if I hadn't taken that risk, if I hadn't said yes to something that I was really excited about because I was too scared, I wouldn't be here talking about this today. I might be talking about something that's good, but for me, this is so important. And I already feel the shifts and the changes that came from taking this risk and from going on this trip. And taking those risks, you know, getting curious. I mean, we did, you know, we did healing work. Our Lauren had this amazing chamber and did this healing work and, you know, with light language and all these things that I never in my wildest dreams would imagine that I would do. And it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. I'm going to be sure to drop Lauren's info in the show notes as well, because you definitely need to check her out if you're at all curious. But we were in a Tachyon chamber (laughs) with her, which I I still don't even really know what it means. But it was so fantastic. It's a zero point energy field when you're inside of this room, and she, you know, she pulled cards and she aligned chakras and she really just tuned into the energy that was coming in. I was able to visualize my highest self and start to embody that, you know? And I talk about that a lot with y'all as well, but like, what is this vision of your highest self, of the best version of yourself? And how can you start embodying that today? I was able to really tap into that and feel as if I was living as my highest self all throughout this trip. And that happened from being curious and from being present. And again, it was... (laughs) It was something that I will talk about forever. It's something that was so memorable to me. It is a moment that I get to share with two other people, three other people, really. And, you know, just open my eyes, right? I think another thing about being present is really just being open. Being open, right, that ties into that having space in your life and in your schedule, but being open to receive... You know, creative ideas, to be inspired, to go with the flow. And being open sometimes is taking that risk. That is risky for some people. You know, it can feel scary to try something new, to step outside of your comfort zone, to do something different. You know, going to get your chakras aligned is not for everybody. I get that. (laughs) You know, maybe you're listening right now and think, okay, Chelsea's gone off the deep end, like, but for me it's not scary anymore right like doing things like this that are super out of the norm more spiritually influenced it feels good for me am i going to do this forever i have no idea but right now this is what my what i'm open to i'm open to trying out different modalities to see what feels right and to see what inspires me so Taking those risks and allowing for that space to truly just be inspired, that's living in the present moment to me. It's one definition of it. And, you know, of course this was a trip, so we wanted to rest. We did a day of healing work, and then we had a day of just massages and just hanging out. I mean, every day we didn't really have like a lunch and we – didn't have anything set in stone, we, you know, lived intuitively. We listened to our bodies. We would have snacks, you know, we would grab coffee and we would sit and visit and connect. That is fully living present. To slow down and to connect with one another. When do you really do that? Here's something else to think about. When was the last time that you were with someone, spouse, friend, family member, whatever, coworker, that you were fully engaged, fully present in the moment? Or did it look more like you were having lunch with somebody and you were both on your phones? Were you talking on the phone or catching up with someone on FaceTime and your brain was somewhere else? You weren't fully engaged. You had to repeat yourself or you had to ask them to repeat themselves being present is being intentional about making those connections too. And we were able to do that in having our talks, in sharing with one another. And that also comes with being vulnerable, right? And in each instant, you know, who depends on who you're with, how that's going to look. But even if you're with somebody that isn't, let's say, a friend, like, you're with a coworker, you're with a client, you can still be fully present there. Put your phone away. That's a great place to start. Put your phone away, silence it. You know, if you're having dinner, turn the TV off, right? There's so many different ways that you can be intentional to be present when you're making those connections. And so Again, part of that and those connections was listening to our bodies and what we needed and then taking time for rest too. The spa day, of course, we rested with that. But also one of the last days too, we went to a park. It was a Buddhist peace park and they had these different monuments there, but there was also prayer circle that you could walk around and just be intentional with your thoughts And we, you know, we sat up on some rocks while we were there. We didn't have anything on our agenda. And we just, you know, we want to get some sun and just kind of rest and chill in the sun for a little while. And we did that. You know, when do you get to do that? I mean, I realized that we were on vacation, but I say this to give you some examples of how you can start incorporating this in your life. You know, maybe it's in the morning. Maybe you're taking some time to intentionally be present on a walk, you know, or while you're having your coffee, your morning coffee, to just sit and to be and to listen. You know, throughout the day when you're at work and you're taking lunch, you can be present and listening to your body. Maybe Maybe you need to rest. Maybe you need to take part of your lunch hour to just sit in your car and just chill out to listen to yourself, you know, being present is all about tuning inward too. And what is it that you need in this moment? And, you know, in that, that connection time too, you know, we laughed our asses off, like seriously, the whole trip, we were laughing, I would say 80% of the time. And that is just fun. That's just freaking fun. So I, I, I don't know how more, much more present or how much higher vibe you can get than just by cracking up with each other. And that's definitely what we did. We, you know, we laughed with each other. We laughed at ourselves. We just laughed at life. We laughed at the crazy things that we were doing in Sedona. You know, we laughed at how cold we were on the hikes. But that in and of itself is that connection, right? It's that time to be intentional and to be talking to each other. And, you know, we danced too. We danced our booties off in the hotel room. We didn't have to get all fancy. We didn't have to do that. We listened to music. We danced and connected in that sense too. So being present can look like fun. You know, you don't have to be a monk to be present. You don't have to meditate to be present. Being present just means that you're here. And now, and that you're living your life the way that you want to. That's my interpretation of it. And I want to know what it looks like for you. When do you feel connected to your life? What does being present look like for you? Ask these questions of yourself. You know, write them out, journal about them, whatever, whatever you want to do. Take a voice memo. But really stop and think, like, am I being present? And I find that the more often that I slow down and I become present in the moment and in each day, the longer the day feels, too. We said so many times on this trip of how time seemed to stand still. Our days felt, one day felt like four days. And I believe that it did that. Because we released our expectations of the trip and we surrendered our agenda and just allowed ourselves to move throughout the day with what felt right and what brought us the most joy. Being present is going to feel like that. It's going to feel like time almost stands still, there's no rush and joyful. So I hope that these different explanations of being present and the different examples that I brought to you is something that you can start implementing in your life today. I highly encourage you to do that and truly just tap into what it is that present looks like for you. What are you doing on a daily basis? What are some things that you need to shift? What are ways that you can clear up your schedule to allow space for you to pivot and move freely? When are you taking risks? Is there something that's on your heart right now that you've been wanting to do that keeps calling to you an investment that you need to make? Maybe you want to take a class or you want to buy that investment property or you want to take that trip or you want to hire a coach, you know, whatever it is that's been pulling you, I encourage you to take that risk because when you take the risk and you make that investment of your time and your energy and your money into yourself, you are going to be amazed at how you level up in life. I know if you're listening to this show that that's what you're seeking. So take a look at those areas in your life. What what do you need to cut out of your life? What is no longer serving you that you are ready to say goodbye to and get rid of it? Let it go. Create the space to be inspired. That's being present. And at the end of the day, if you don't know what being present is like, Do something that makes you laugh your ass off. (laughs) Truly, do something that is going to make you laugh, that is going to bring joy to your heart. That, my friend, is being present. So I leave you there today. Again, I hope that this gives you some inspiration, that you feel encouraged, that you're ready to take a look and to take life into your own hands, to live the life that you were born to live, and to start taking some small steps to do that today. This is your life. You get to make your own rules. How are you living it? Bring more joy into your life. And stay tuned for some more goodness because there, again, there's so much that I learned from this trip. I am so grateful for it. And I want to know what your biggest takeaway was from today. You know, I want to know where you are going to start implementing being more present into your life. So tag me, post it to your stories on Instagram, tag me at the Chelsea Holden. You can DM me, just Let me know because it's your response that allows me to keep creating more shows like this. And if you know somebody that needs to hear this as well, uh, maybe it's a girlfriend of yours and y'all been talking about taking a trip, you know, just, uh, just send it on over to them. Don't keep me a secret. All right. And until next time, my loves, I am so grateful. I'm so freaking thankful that you're here. I love hanging out with you. I do. And I can't wait to finish my coffee because, you know, that's another thing I'm bringing back from Sedona is my midday intentional coffee breaks. (laughs) All right. Until then, I love you. Talk to you soon. Adios. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chels. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret.